This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And we're back on Inside Black and Gold. And we're going to get into the mailbag. I'm Jeff Nowak. This is Steve Geller. We're going to make this reasonably quick because we've been on here forever already. Uh, and here's here's a comment. And I just think this is funny. So West Bank Rick, who, I don't know. Do you live in the West Bank? Or are you just, is that just kind of a catchy name? I don't know. Pelicans fan. Says, we were not that negative four years ago. And like, I agree with this to an extent. But here's <laughs> the thing. Four years ago, I was arguing with people about like, guys, I think that Drew Brees is still way better than any other option. And I was told he's got a noodle arm. They should fire him. Sean's been drunk for the last four years, and he hasn't been trying, and all he cares about is his house in Florida and this and that. We need a and, mobile quarterback. And But everyone said, like, we need to move on. We need to rebuild. We need to do this. We, and it's like, I guess, but, like, to pretend that everyone was fine and dandy um, it's not true. It, there's always something. It's always something. And it's just like, what's better than worse? And what's worse <laughs> than better? And I just think it's funny that like this, the short-term memory, it wasn't this bad. Not, don't get me wrong. It wasn't this bad. But like, trust me, all I heard about in 2020 was Drew Brees' noodle arm and how they couldn't wait to get a quarterback in here that could throw the ball down the field. Um. Uh, you know, it's just kind of funny. Like it's, it's always something, but to pretend that everyone was like, this is the, you know, it's like, Oh, we knew we were in the good old days when they were here. And like, nah, since 2016, absolutely not. Like everyone took for granted that 2017 to 2020 run as if like that was normal. And now I think people are realizing that it's like, it's a lot harder to get to than he might've seemed at the time. And turns out they weren't wrong about the noodle arm. He was, he could have been better off throwing with his left hand. Well, I mean, he did have a noodle arm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the like, and now we're learning about how bad that injury, right. like, how his arm was degrading. You know, it's like, yeah, that's true. But he was still that talented, even with a noodle arm. Um, it's just kind of funny. I just think it's funny because, like, I remember having these debates with people, like, vividly um, about how they're like, "Oh, Drew couldn't get it done." He's like, anyway, I would move on, right? Yeah. So it is, and it's like, again, it's way worse now. But this is what I was trying to tell people back then was like, guys, it's going to suck. You're not going to be happy. You're going to be mad. And it's like, you could say it's because of Dennis Allen. It's like anybody. No one, there's a reason no one wants to be the quarterback or the coach that replaces the Hall of Fame quarterback or coach. Because like whoever replaces Dennis Allen, the bar is going to be so damn low. <laughs> like, think about that. Like, like in order for Dennis Allen to have been successful in this transition, it's like, he's like you're talking about a guy who's been pretty close to 500, right? Like you're going to get to the end of this season. You're probably going to be somewhere around there. Like I think the saints are probably going to go nine and eight, maybe 10 and seven, but most likely nine and eight. Uh, and like, <laughs> you're going to be like, Oh man, the worst thing ever. And then someone's going to come in and go 10 and seven. And you're like, finally, <laughs> I knew it. 
I just think it's funny. Um, but no, I mean, like, trust me, I don't, I'm not happy. I'm not a happy camper right now either, but all right, let's, uh, West bank Rick. No, you're not childish people. I think people took the, took my rant the other day, the, like to mean, like, I think that, that saints fans are petulant children. And I, I meant it more in the sense of if you think that booing is going to influence the decision-making of the front office, you're wrong because they're going to actively be the adults in the room. And that's how they're going to view the booing. Right? Like, again, I've said this in this podcast, like, go ahead and boo. They're going to play like that. Boo. I, 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 fine. Go ahead. I'm never going to be the guy booing, but do what you got to do. Cause that was brutal. But you know, I appreciate you. Yeah, I don't think it's childish for not cheering at all. I, I understand disgruntled fans too. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. It was very quiet. West Bank Rick says he used to call it on WWO, but Bobby would cut him off after five four. <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, anyway, okay, let's let's get into more. Chris Pete, how many more games do you think the Saints will win? Um, I think this is an interesting question because the answer is not zero. And so it's like, so the Giants game, like you got to win that game. There's no excuse to not win that game. I put that game in the category of this game today in that, like, if you can't go out and win that game, then this team doesn't even deserve to talk about itself as a, as a team that should have ambitions. Like you're just that team. You're a bad team. Uh, if you can't beat Tommy DeVito and the Giants, right? A team that's really not trying because they do have their first round pick. What's crazy is the Giants, obviously a hot team going into Monday night football, could go for could could theoretically win a third straight game and come to New Orleans trying to win their fourth. I know that's mind blowing though at the moment. Who are they playing? Uh, they're playing the Packers. They're gonna get their their shit rocked by the Packers. <laughs> um, but they're home. Doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, it's not gonna be a pretty game because Jordan Love is actually playing. You know, I've gotten arguments Jordan with people that Jordan Love isn't terrible. Like right. People, I mean, it's like, but it's like just give him time. Like. That's that's the the one the one of my biggest pet peeves is like if someone's not good right away and they're it's like they're terrible. Like they don't have a chance, they can't get better. And it's not true. Like, you know, Jordan Love, he he I think he had a good start and then he hit he had struggles. He had a few games where he threw a bunch of interceptions and he wasn't good. His last three, four games has been very good. Um, and that's kind of like you gotta give guys time to be bad. It's n- it can't all be perfect all the time. If Pat Mahomes started as a rookie, he would not be the Pat Mahomes that you see today. He would have been a struggling rookie. Um, like Bryce Young, he kind of looked like like Zach Wilson back in 2021 to me. He looked shell shocked in oh, that for game. Sure. And like that's why I I'm I've I'm very much a don't always start the rookies because you can ruin their careers and like guys who could have had success don't because they just get kind of derailed before they even start. But how many more games do you think the Saints will win? I'd love to be pie in the sky and say four. If you can beat the Giants, then, you know, you give yourself a chance. Uh, I think it's more likely they win three. I think they probably win. I think they, you know, if you can get on a run, you can win two in a row and you can go out to LA. I think you could probably beat the Rams. I think you could figure out a way. Um, the Rams defense doesn't scare me. Like it's the it's the good defenses that this team is going to have a hard time beating. I think they beat the Falcons in Week 18. I'm worried about the Bucks in Week 17. I think you 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 drop that game and you end up nine and eight, and it's just and it's a question of okay, where do the Bucks land 
in in terms of ten and seven or nine and eight or eight and nine. So I, I would guess three. Um, but I'm a slightly tad more negative, and I think I'll, I'd go five hundred. They go two and two the rest of the way. That's possible. Uh, just because, yeah, just because uh, from what they've showed me, they there are five hundred teams. So that's what I'm guessing they'll end up closing on the way out. Yeah, and it's also tough to project because if you do lose to the Rams and the Bucks. Then week 18, you're not going to see a representative effort. Like you're going to, like I'm not saying they're going to try to lose, but they're. Oh no, right. You know, but you, maybe it's Jay Kaner game. Jay Kaner, there's a possibility. Right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> because you because you have your own first round pick. That's what I was talking to Deuce about. It was like this morning. It was like you know, it's like if the Saints lose today, it, it's the, the all bets are off. Like it's going to be ugly. But at least you have your first round pick. That's why last year to me was more frustrating than this year. Because not only were you inconsistent, you were handing that pick to the Eagles no matter where it landed. And right, like, and as you saw the the losses mount, the anger just rose in Saints fans. You know the right. fact that you know we don't have this isn't even our damn pick we're getting. Well, right, because you had a chance last year. You were bad enough last year and early enough in the process. You didn't have Derek Carr. It was Da's first year. You were going to survive it no matter what. Yeah. That you could have potentially lost a couple games down the stretch because you're not necessarily trying to win and ended up with a top 10 pick because that pick would have been better than 10 if you had owned it because you probably would have just been like, you know what, Philly, you can have this one. Yeah. Right. Oh, Cleveland in the freezing cold pass. Right? <laughs> like I don't, you probably don't win those games unless you have, you're not going to tell guys to lose, but, I hear you right. Exactly. Anyway, uh, so I think that's what makes, but that does that is what makes that week eighteen game a little tough to project right now in terms of this question. But I would say three. I, I'm hopeful. You know, and and the thing is, like, if you can go, like, we want to talk about this team like it doesn't have a chance, but there is a scenario where you go into the playoffs on a five game winning streak. <laughs> Man, I want some of those good drugs. Yeah, I know. I, I'm crazy. I don't even <laughs> want to that. What am I talking about? I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everyone listening. You don't deserve that. Look at uh, that optimism. West Bank Rick. The crowd was very quiet. Sure was. I I haven't heard intros that's that that quiet since COVID. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Like the only guys who got cheers, Alante Taylor got it's kind of funny because you kind of learn the players that people actually care about. Uh like Alante Taylor got a cheer, Tyron Matthew got a cheer, Cam Jordan got a cheer. Um, I think Paul Paul Debo got a little bit of a cheer. Like not not great. Not as but like you could hear people. But like half the defense, it was just like, like, I don't care about that guy. <laughs> yeah, I think they learned where hey, we're we're not gonna introduce the offense. <laughs> yeah, they made a good decision. Um Demetrius Ramsey says Steve looks like he's drunk all the time. Well, um, not all the time. Just I don't know. Just figured you'd want to know. Figured you'd want to know what they're saying about you. I, I only had one for the the podcast, and it's it's been out, and I did not refill because I did not want to get loaded. Eddie Culp says I, I'm actually drinking leftover sake from dinner the other night. Okay, so I'm a weirdo. Um, hey, whatever gets the job done. Eddie Culp says Saints would have lost playing any other team today. They're not w- a winning division the way they have played the last four games. You know, if, I, if you if you go and you want to you want to see a team that the Saints probably could have beat today playing exactly the way they played, I would point you to the Raiders. Yeah, and the Vikings. And I understand that the Saints lost to the Vikings a few weeks ago. This oh. is a different team right now than the one Saints played. Um, but like the the I think the Saints could have beat the Raiders. But I, I understand what you're saying. You know, I, I would say there might be two or three. 
because there are some bad teams in the NFL that you would have still beaten playing the way you played. But I agree with you. Like the Saints are not beating the Bucks, they're not beating the Falcons, they're not beating the Rams. They might beat the Giants playing the way they played today. Uh, but it was not good. So I, I 100% agree with you. Yeah, you might be able to throw the Pats in there, but who knows if you know once you got Zappy running the, the controls now. Yeah. The Patriots won this week, right? They beat right. the Steelers, a team that has something to play for. Who is now? You know, you want to talk about disgruntled? Yeah, losing to the two and ten, three and ten now Patriots. Trap five hundred four says, "I don't think Carr has been healthy since the Green Bay game." Yeah, I, I, I you're probably right. Uh, I know you're right in terms of the shoulder, in terms of he is still getting work done on that, and it's like he's maintaining it every week. Um, but like again, today was about more than just uh, the, like like oh, the Panthers are a good pass defense, and the the offense didn't have a rhythm. Didn't look right. Uh uh-uh, uh at all. I would I wouldn't say he missed a ton of throws where you were like, well, that clearly is something limiting him. I just think like. There was just a mobility part of it. Like he, he's not a mobile guy, but even by those standards, like he couldn't move at all today. Um, and you know, it's like it, 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 he should get. You know, it should be less and less over time. But yeah, no. Unfortunately, uh, the, the the deal with the shoulder, it's going to probably be a, an ongoing issue. Obviously, uh, week to week, as they say. The the rib injury, though, like how long is that sucker going to take to heal? I can't imagine taking those pops is, is going to help at all. Yeah, it's tough. I, w- I will say, I don't think he, he took any huge hits today, but you right, know, he, right. took, he took enough that you're just like, yeah, it's probably going to be sore. Uh, Tim Fabenro says, y'all want to see the highest level of petty. Watch yes. DA send Jameis out for the kneel down. Oh, man. And, you know, I saw, I, I think it was, uh, I think it was TJ. He, he tweeted this. Uh, he was like, you know, this is a, like a shot at the, we want Jameis chance. Right. Yeah. And, in most cases, I would be like, no, you're wrong. There's no way. That's not something that happened. Uh, like, DA wouldn't do that. He's not playing that level of chess. Um, but, th- like, Sean would have done that. <laughs> and uh, part of me thinks, like, oh, it's just random. But I also, like, I'm almost, like, I am pretty sure that that's exactly why he sent Jameis out there. And, and honestly, say what you want. I think it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and not because it's like, I like Jameis. I'm not saying like, Oh yeah, the, the Jameis people want Jameis in there, whatever. I just think like that's, if you're going to troll troll, right. And you know, I do think it's, it's very funny, but yeah. I, Cause I didn't even notice. I, I didn't notice that Jameis Cause I was like getting ready to get on the field. And I was trying to think of the questions to ask Chris Olave and this and that. And like I, the game was right. over, right? Like, it's not like I had to watch to see like, Oh, what's going to happen. And then uh, <laughs> I looked at the stat sheet and I was like, wait, Jameis has two rushes for negative two yards. Weird. And I did, I did think that was very funny. Um, you can go down for victory formation. Thanks a lot, kid. Well, it's like you see that in basketball, right? Like you see like the like the coach's son gets in at the end of the game, right? For sure. Uh, and <laughs> but like you don't see that in the NFL. <laughs> um, but I, anyway, I I I do I, I genuinely do think that it was a petty thing. It was a decision because it's not like it's like oh I don't want to put Derek out there to get him hurt. You know, it wasn't like that last drive against the Bucks. Uh, but yeah. And poor Jameis gets negative stats out of all of it. Right, he loses he loses yardage because of it. Uh, well, one of the funny things too is like, you know, Derek Carr's passing line looks even worse than it was, 
because he had like three plays go for like negative. Like there were pass plays in that game that went for like negative eight yards, multiple. So it's like he didn't have a lot of passing yards to begin with. So when you start chopping eight yards off the total, it's like, holy crap, it's going down. It's going the wrong way. I think in the third quarter, he might have had negative passing yards. Yeah, that was one. Obviously, you know, you look at the stat sheet and you just see Kamara three, negative 11. You're like, what? <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, St. John Butler says, do you think injuries factored heavily into Carr's passing production? Or was this just a subpar performance? A little of both. <laughs> I mean, heavily, I don't know. Um, did it factor in? I would say yes. Uh, agree, because right. like, even, you know, like I think people have been frustrated with Derek Carr this year, but even by those standards, like you've seen, you've seen much better days than this. Like he had three consecutive 300 yard passing games. Like he's put up yardage. You also, you were, you were limited in terms of your weapons. Like you, you, so like that's part of it, right? Like he missed some reads, he missed some throws, he got hit. Um, so I, I don't, I don't know. I won't put it all on the health. Like I don't, but um, like I, I think you're right. I think it's a bit of both. Like I think he didn't play well, and also there was something limiting from the injuries. But it's a good question. He'll never tell you. Let's see one more good question, and then <laughs> Francisco Pomar says he made Winston Neal because he didn't want to further mess up Carr's stats. <laughs> Come on, you're <laughs> talking about the negative two rushing yards. You think that's yeah? I guess I guess when you look at Carr's pa- uh, passing yards, and then you'd go what negative two rushing? This guy's trash. trash. <laughs> uh, I get maybe it's like in like in NBA games where like they'll hold the ball until the last second and they'll pass it so they don't get the turnover and like the you know <laughs> I think uh, Rob Perez calls it the ballbonic plague. Very good. It, it is sad though. I mean, I feel like the after the the Chicago win, there was a lot of negative negativity and anger, and sadly for this one too. And, and I, I hope that folks enjoy their victory Monday a hell of a lot more than they are post game right now. Lehman Park says, I will have my paper bag ready next week. Also, I will draw Jeff's face on it. I am interested to see your interpretation. The nose pretty be pretty big. You got to have the caveman eyebrow, you know, like the caveman forehead. Yeah. Yeah. A little, you know, I got, I got a little baby chin, you know, you got to have the beard that is not maintained whatsoever. To, I, to I'm, me, I'm obviously I, I, for that, I get angry because we are way far away from paper bags here, folks. Right. You're six and seven. <laughs> like, like I get it. It's frustrating. You're six and seven. You're not like like you you saw a team today that that should be considering paper bags. Like right, you look like, at what's been, the Panthers have been growing through and the owner and the leadership over there. I, I I have no faith in what's going on with that organization. See, I don't like this. He says no worries, I'll make I don't want to look good on the bag. I want you to I want this the, the, the caricature with like the most ridiculous features possible. I want to know it's me. <laughs> Anyway, I appreciate I appreciate the uh, the attention. Um, let's see. Who that? <laughs> this is funny. I I did think it's funny. Jordan Love is good. He needs reps. Derek Carr is bad after fifty million or five million reps. <laughs> that's brutal. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Thanks for making me laugh, Francesco. I can't argue. I can't argue with that. 
Oh, oh, there was one. There was one. And uh, this this is one that I think is funny. Saint for Life says, watch some of these players will ask out after the season. Even if they take a hit, they want to win. This team is garbage. Where are you going? Like that's, again, and I started with this. I'm going to finish with this. Look around the NFL and tell me it's like, so it's like, what are you going to only play for five teams? Like you're going to, you're going to be like, well, I won't, I can't play here. Go send me to the Eagles. Send me to the, the Cowboys. Send me to the Chiefs. Send me, I mean, the Bills are seven and six, right? Like send me to the, send me to the cold, send me to the Vikings so I can live in the, live in the cold and the wilderness and be six and seven, you know, the same record. So I, I think that's overplayed guys. I really do. This team is frustrating. This team is bad. It's not like these guys are showing up at work and sitting in their locker with their head down. Like oh, I'm back again. No, and, and Saint for Life followed up here, Jeff, saying you guys are making it sound like the Saints are the 49ers. How? How no, have not. we made that? How, that is ridiculous to say. Come on, you don't believe that. I here for 90 minutes and told you how much this game sucked. <laughs> I don't know if I could be more exasperated. But, like, again, we're talking about a 22-point win here. Like, it was not pretty, but I've seen people say they barely beat the Panthers. They won by 22 points. <laughs> Look, you got there the way you got there, but like yeah, it, it wasn't satisfying enough. I know it sucks when a win isn't satisfying enough. I, I agree with that, but like everyone was mad when they beat the Bears by seven, right? Because they didn't do what they did today, and and people acted like, well, if only you had scored on those possessions in the fourth quarter, then we would be happy. Well, what happened today? You got those possessions and you scored on them. And yet we're still talking about, well, they sucked. It doesn't matter. They only won by 22. I don't know. I, I think, I think, I think you're if they're playing an NFL team. At this point, happiness for people is going to be firing Dennis Allen, I think. Yeah. And I get it. I understand it. That's think, happiness at this point. You know, and, and I, I think it's, it's like, okay, do you fire Dennis Allen or do you rebuild? a lot of the offensive staff. And maybe right. you look at it and say, you hire an up-and-coming offensive coordinator who then could potentially succeed Dennis Allen. Is that the way you go? Or do you tear it all down to the studs? I don't know. But at the end of the day, this season is this season. And we are long past the point where, like, this was probably the game this is probably the last chance. The tipping point, right. I think that's probably why there's some exasperation from, from a subset of people who knew that if Den if the Saints lost this game, I think there was a pretty yeah, not, not a guarantee, but there's a chance. Like there, there was a chance that you you made some some legitimate staff changes. Uh you didn't lose this game. You won this game. And so I think from here, it's like you're getting to the end of the season. It's the final month. Like you're you're not you know, wherever it goes from here, you're just riding it out. Um, and I think that was the idea anyway. Um, but, you know, I think that's just kind of where you are. But this idea that there's everyone in the locker room is is, is just like dying to get out. I don't know. I think I think that they understand where they are. The team understands where they are and they want to they want to end this thing the right way. And they're going to all pull the same direction. That's 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 my read on it. And whether you believe that or not, whether you think I'm full of shit, you do you. But 
Yeah, you asked the question, you answered it. Yeah, I, I think you know we've talked about it a lot. Obviously, what's it going to take for this team to to do something? It's going to take the offseason, one, and two, it's going to take Dennis Allen to not make the postseason. But I am I am more and more convinced, Jeff, that some way there there is going to be changes to this this offensive staff one way or another. And I don't, I don't know. I can't guarantee that Carmichael is out, but from O-line tight ends, like there's a lot of work that needs to be done with this offensive unit, uh, even coaching. I mean, okay. So I, I lied. There's one more that I want to talk about. Okay. But because I completely forgot about this and it's hilarious. Uh, Willie Cameron says DA threw a red flag when the Panthers snapped the ball for the next play that explains why this guy needs to be fired. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It was like, DA, you can't even challenge, right? What are you doing, <laughs> man? And it was like, what? I mean, that was pretty obvious. I saw it from like, I saw from where I was across the field, which like, I guess he's on the same vantage point, but it's like, it was pretty clear that Miles Sanders went out of bounds. Like, wh- why are you waiting? Like at a certain point, you just need to make that call as the head coach. You don't <laughs> need, you don't have to get someone from upstairs. To right. Tell- to why are you down? That that's not like that. That looks pretty clear. Uh, it's like, just throw the goddamn flag, man. Well, worst case scenario, you lose a timeout. Uh, and you, and, and in doing so you get a timeout then <laughs> like, uh, it was like a third down. It was a big play and it was a pretty awful spot. Anyway, I just think that was funny because if you saw the red flag go up, but I almost think he threw it too high in the air. Like, <laughs> so the refs didn't see it right away. Like if you like, you gotta just like throw it at the ref's face. <laughs> like, so they can't miss it. it. It just like kind of like fluttered in the air. And by the time it hit the ground, everyone was like, well, they already ran the play. Idiot. <laughs> Um, I did think that was very funny. Like it's it's not a good reason to hate the coach, but I did think it's like it's like it when you when there's already this level of resentment toward a coach, and then you get something like that, and it's like, what do you like? Come on, man! I just think that's funny. But that's I don't, just, I don't, I don't say like I feel bad for Da, but I feel like anything the dude does, he's just people. Are, he's on the shit list for a lot of folks. Yeah, he can't win. There's no winning. Nah. Um, there's only levels of levels of things that happen. Levels. All right. Keep chopping. Uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, so you say we need to keep chopping wood, but what happens when you when you are chopping so much wood that you accidentally miss and cut your leg off? Do you keep chopping then? Or do you call an ambulance? <laughs> you keep on chopping. That's what it is. Oh my gosh. All right. This is inside black and gold. This went off the rails several you know, several we're, minutes ago, but we just continued for some reason because we just can't help ourselves. But all right. I'm Jeff Nowak. He's Steve Gell. If you haven't subscribed yet, please do that. Hit ring the bell on YouTube. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Leave a rating, leave a review. Check out the latest on WWL.com. News, notes, analysis. Uh, follow me at on Twitter at Jeff underscore Nowak. Steve at Steve Geller WWL. And as always, stay frosty. No, that's not what I say. I say who dat. Go Saints. Uh, what you got, Steve? Try and enjoy Victory Monday and be positive, folks. I know it was uh, just the lowly Panthers, but I'll take the W and enjoy it, please. Sounds good. All right. Be easy, y'all. Peace. Peace.